listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, here to help you travel the world and next to no cost with credit card points, miles, benefits, and rewards. Make money, save money, and take advantage of great deals. Today's episode features special guest Michael Traeger, who chats with me about the October 2023 Zorkfest event he is hosting in Lake Tahoe. We also talk more generally about topics that will be discussed at Zorkfest, including miles and points, credit cards, gambling, and loyalty programs. Michael Traeger is the host of the Zorkcast podcast, which focuses on casino and travel loyalty programs and gambling. He runs Travel Zork Travel, a full-service travel agency providing VIP service and luxury hotel stays with many benefits. Traeger also hosts the Travel Zork, Zorkcast, and Zorkfest 2, Casino's Vegas Miles and Points Facebook group. He's hosted multiple Zorkfest events in recent years, including events in Las Vegas and Atlantic City. Before today's discussion, I have two quick show notes. I host monthly in-person meetups in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, with the group Greater Philadelphia Travel, Credit Miles and Points. Find more information at meetup.com slash Philly Miles and Points. I'll also present at the upcoming conference Zorkfest, discussed in this episode, which will include social events and sessions educating about miles, points, and gambling. Find more information at zorkfest.com. That's Z-O-R-K-F-E-S-T dot com. Now, on with today's episode with special guest, Michael Traeger. All right. Welcome to the show, Michael Traeger. Hi. Thank you for having me on. You're hosting a very special event this year. We're recording in July of 2023. The event upcoming is Zorkfest. Can you tell us about what is Zorkfest? What is Zorkfest? Zorkfest is basically the intersection of a travel loyalty conference, which deals with miles and points, and a casino loyalty contest, uh, conference, which deals with comps and also casino loyalty programs. Making the quick differentiation for people, you know, travel loyalty would be like the airline programs like Advantage and Hilton Honors for hotels, whereas casino loyalty would be things like MGM Rewards, Caesars Rewards, Win Rewards, as well as all of the sports book kind of applications, just to make a differentiation between the difference between casino loyalty and travel loyalty. And this year it's going to be in Lake Tahoe. It is. We have done a couple of different locations. First one was in Atlantic City. Then we did one in Vegas and another one in Vegas, uh, which was sort of the uh, end of COVID kind of one where we just sort of felt we needed an event. And this time we're doing Lake Tahoe because we want to be a little bit different. And also because a big part of Zorkfest for a lot of people is is group gambling and just gambling in general and the gambling conditions in tahoe are way better than the las vegas strip and it's also less expensive Mm -hmm. to go to tahoe it's harder to get to tahoe but but the gambling conditions are much better and it's also one of the most beautiful places in the world in in october yes so we're going to have sessions about gambling sessions about miles and points can you talk a little bit about what people can expect at the event sure we're going to have a mix of gambling and casino topics and miles and points discussions we're going to have a we have an interesting assortment of featured speakers and it's basically a combination of what we would consider practical and expert advice for both travel and casino loyalty 
We are also going to dance around and get into a little bit about sports betting and sports betting apps. This was starting to become a bigger topic of conversation. I know it's one of your favorite topic of conversations. And oh yes, yes, the online blackjack. For sure. Exactly. So that's that's going to be part of it. But also, I mean, the most important thing, and I know Justin, you appreciate this because you run some great meetups, I think once a month, is is the networking yep. ability, the ability to be around people who do the same kind of stuff and to talk about like, what are you doing? How are you doing it? You know, what's been successful for you and, and just making friendships and networking. So part of that is we also have a great cocktail reception. We have a really nice dinner and we also have, you know, designated times for things like group gambling. So it really is a full featured weekend, you know, and it includes, it pretty much so includes everything. And then on top of it, what we did this year is because we used to run concurrent sessions. We've decided to give an extra set of bonus sessions on Sunday, which is like a frequent traveler university day. And we've teamed up with them. And we have a bunch of additional bonus classroom sessions on Sunday. And mostly the reason for that is that we have a huge cross session of section of people. We've got miles and points people who are more intermediate and expert who want to learn more about casino loyalty. We have casino loyalty people who know a lot about comps and casino loyalty and sports betting and sports mm -hmm. betting apps. They want to learn more about miles and points. We have people that are somewhere in between. So it's hard to necessarily come up with a program that everybody wants, you know, that everybody wants. Then you have the other problem. If you run sessions simultaneously, then you get complaints from people like, I really wanted to go to the sports betting app session, but that was <laughs> yep. against the session about casino matching or something like that. So that that becomes difficult. So we're not doing it that way. We're just doing one big conference at, over a three-day period, which is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then you can choose to go to what you want to or go to everything. We're starting at 11 a.m. on Friday, 11 a.m. on Saturday, and 10 a.m. on Sunday. So there's no waking up early in the morning. We're actually doing stuff at <laughs> night so people can, like, gamble late and do that. We do have some things early in the morning. Like, we have, like, our coffee dice session. But that's not, like, that's an extra supplemental session. So it's really nice. It's spread over a couple of days. You can pick what you want. We also have a mixology class, which is super cool in the middle of it. And we have probably one of the top, he's definitely in the top three, uh, Nevada <laughs> historians, you know, casino historians, casino in Vegas historians. And, and he is awesome. And his name is Dr. David Schwartz from UNLV, otherwise known as Dr. Dave. So that's, that's really, really, so we're also integrating some of the history into into what we're doing and like the history of nevada nevada gaming and things like that so it's really a multi you know a multifaceted kind of kind of day and i obviously i'm super excited for dr dave uh because i mean he's he's the guy who who wrote grand grandissimo which is uh the first emperor of las vegas all about jay sarno roll the bones the history of gambling uh, Boardwalk Playground, uh, which is about Atlantic City. So we've got like that. And we also have great speakers like you who uh, oh, that thanks. handle things that are really quite interesting and niche, as well as more mainstream speakers like Gilbert Ott and 
and Gary Leff from View from the Wing. So we've got a really interesting cross-section of super well-known people, more niche, niche people, history, you know, mixology, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And like I said, you, you mix and match what you want. Some people, I, we don't expect everybody to go to everything, but we've put together a full program and we put it together in a way that if you need some breaks, you have some breaks. If you want to go to everything, you can go to everything. If you want more classroom time for what I would call the geeky miles and points stuff, we've got that. If you want more time to socialize and gamble, you've got that. And you've got beautiful Lake Tahoe, as well as a really nice dinner and a really nice cocktail reception that's actually, you know, in, right now that's an iconic, like, sweet venue at the property. Uh, so I think we've done, I think, a pretty good job. You know, at least you can't please everyone, but I think we've done that. And I can't emphasize enough. And no early starts. Like, you can, you can have a nice, so it's a nice, enjoyable weekend. So there's no reason for you to have to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, you know, you can wake up, you can be up late and, and just have a really nice weekend. Yeah. Sessions for everyone, whether they're brand new to gambling, brand new to bowels and points, maybe they're intermediate or beginners or even the more advanced. I think there's something for everyone from this event. Yeah. And, and if you go to www.zorkfest.com, you will see a really good overview uh, from our last event, we were even mentioned in Bloomberg about, you know, some of the tricks and tips that people learn. And and you'll get a great overview from there. And then the Zorkfest.com page. What's sort of interesting about that also is on that page, if you were to scroll all the way into the lower left-hand corner on the bottom, you can actually see the schedules from the prior events and get an idea of what it is. Now, the cool thing is that we have a time schedule up right now and that time schedule tells you like when registration opens early arrivers coffee so you know exactly what time you should arrive and be there but we're going to probably have a pretty close to finalized schedule done within within a couple of weeks but right now you have everything you need to know as far as like where you would need to be and what time it would be you just don't have the exact program there's a lot of overlap, I think, between miles and points and gambling. What what do you think causes that overlap, and what can people in one space possibly learn from the other? It's sort it's sort of what's interesting. I mean, especially what what intrigues people by casino loyalty is that even people who don't gamble tend to like casino destinations. So that's sort of interesting. I used to that used to be my main thing. I'd say, hey, people like to go to Vegas. And if you're into travel loyalty, there are ways to leverage that travel loyalty to help you with you know, in Vegas with casino loyalty, you know, things on a very, you know, high level, things like, right, you know, matching Hyatt status to MGM status and waiving resort fees, that saves you a lot of money. That I thought was sort of, you know, that was the way it was for a while. But now, I think the all the rules have sort of changed with the ubiquitousness of all of these sports betting apps, and all of these other potential situations where you can you know more easily create cre casino status how sports books have tie-ins with land casinos and also how a lot of people who are fundamentally quote not big gamblers like people who wouldn't go to a casino to play blackjack or slot machines still are really interested in sports betting and will sports bet, you know so i think the whole thing has blown up now like even more so because if you go back even a few years ago 
you had sports betting truly in a handful of states and now it's it's totally exploded and i think that's the most interesting element of what's happening now so i think learning about you know these programs and how to best optimize what you're doing in those programs is huge i mean i would assume that you i mean it's it's a topic area that you discuss quite a bit i think yeah and for me i'm looking for an edge Right. That's what I see with the miles and points of like, okay, well, hey, I can shift my spending to this new card and get a big bonus. Or if I use the certain card a certain place, then I'm going to get a higher percent back on my spending. And that's the way I look at gambling, too. How can I put these things together and create situations where I have positive expected value? As we were saying before the show, even for those who won't ever reach that situation where they have positive expected value, they will have more positive value than they would have had without learning these techniques. Is that a good way to say it? So they'll still have a better, they'll still have a better situation. It's just like, you know, when people say to me, like, I've got no time for travel rewards. I have no time to pay attention to it. I have no time to do this. And, and the answer is there's so much you can do with a little bit of time, you know, especially people who have organic spend or spend through their business there is no yep. way i mean you know you run into a person all the time you run into somebody who's using a debit card for a significant number of purchases and you're like what are you doing not only could you be <laughs> yeah. earning points for this but these all of these purchases you're doing would 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 cover sign-on bonuses it's like it's it's free money it truly is free yep. money and and it is funny because people who are not in the miles and points world, uh, probably guys like your favorite, Dave Ramsey, right, will dispel <laughs> will dispel the belief yeah. that it's free money. You know, they'll be like, oh, it's not free money. It's not really free. Actually, it is. You know, to give you a funny example, and I was thinking about this a little bit, and it was truly – it truly is free. Like I did the Mirage match uh, a couple of days ago uh, because they're still matching it. And I matched my MGM Platinum to Mirage. And I had a choice of getting $300 in food and beverage, which was really fair. Or I think I could have gotten 171 in free play. But I decided uh, 300 in food and beverage is pretty good. You know, I'm in Vegas on vacation. Oh, yeah. I want to treat yeah. myself. I want to treat a friend to dinner. And truly, that was a free $300. We had lunch at Mirage. We had dinner at Heritage Steak. Our dinner at Heritage Steak wound up coming up so close. It's one of the, I didn't even try to do this, but it was one of those where it came within like $4, <laughs> which I always get a kick out of. Uh, oh, nice, yeah, nice. But, yeah, so you didn't end up truly, spending much out of pocket. That's it great. truly was, you know, a free lunch, you know, and there's no reason why these things can't be. And, and also, you know, things like credit card signups, and the mis you know, it's a lot of it is breaking the misconceptions and seeing people do it. Mm. You know, we've got the p- extreme people who might sign up for 30 cards a year. And then we have the other people who are afraid to sign up for more than one card a year or afraid to sign up for any card. And it's just so important for people to understand that you just have to integrate. What I would say is integrate into your workflow. Like don't stop using your debit card. There's no reason to use your debit card on top of, on top of the fact <laughs> that debit cards don't provide the same protections as credit cards anyway. So it's not really smart. It's not, you know, that's why would you want to take money directly out of your account when 
you can wait 30 days to pay it and float it. Even if you don't, like, why yeah. would you want to do that? Like, wh- why, what's the reasoning? And, and, and you know what? Everything in life, and I know you've covered this a lot and done the Dave Ramsey stuff, which I laugh at because he's such a, such a wackadoodle. <laughs> Everything in life comes down to discipline. But you know what? Yeah. It's not just credit cards. If the people who say, well, I only use a debit card because I don't have the discipline to run up credit card debt, well, then get your life. I'm not going to curse, but I'm gonna, get your life, get your <laughs> life in order and get your discipline. The same way you have the discipline to not drink a liter of vodka every night or the same way you have yep. the discipline to not drive your car at 120 miles an hour. You need, you know, you need to find it that I don't find that to be a good excuse. You know what I mean? Like if you don't have discipline, then figure out a way to get to discipline. But there's no reason why, you know, you should be punishing yourself with paying cash or paying with a debit card because you don't have the discipline. Why don't you work on the discipline, not work on finding a mechanism to avoid having to work on a discipline? Does that make sense? I I don't know. To me, that seems the way you should do it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And some people who might really, really lack that discipline, maybe the game isn't for them. But for Dave Ramsey to make it seem like everybody's going to be overspending, everyone's getting into debt, everybody's irresponsible, you can't beat the system. It's it's all false. And even if only a certain percentage of people can beat the system, well, why not do it, right? So even if you're not all in, even if you're not doing everything I'm doing, and there are people out they're doing more than I'm doing in this miles and points game and gambling, whatever it is. It's okay. As long as you're doing something and trying to improve your situation, I think that's laudable rather than just saying things like, Oh, it's too much. Oh, I don't have the time. All this. Like surely there's some time, especially if you're just watching Netflix or mindlessly scrolling through Facebook or some other things that people do that they realize, but then they don't try to learn something new. Exactly. And you need to, you need to find your balance, but yeah, writing something off, I think some people write things off just because they're lazy to do it or that's they they want to be excuse oriented. But you know everything in life is like that. You know investments are like that. Your career development is like that. You know you need to put time into things. That's hey, I love one of my biggest hobbies is cooking. You got to put time into that too. <laughs> like to learn yeah. how to do like you know to learn how to do things properly, you got to put time into it. It just doesn't happen, right? You just don't, don't walk into a kitchen and know how to make a perfect Bernays sauce. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you, you need, you need to learn techniques and it's, you know, it's so important, but you know, credit cards, you know, make a lot of sense. I mean, we are so lucky in the United States with the num the number yeah. of options that we have. And I would even say, you know, for people, you know, there, there are times in your life where you run into a problem where you have an extra medical expense or a pet expense or something like that. Even then, you're afforded opportunities to have a 0% interest or something like that. Like, it's not all bad. Like, it's not – if used properly, I mean, there are legitimate – there are legitimate things. Like I looked at, you know, I have a dog I'm very, very fond of. He got very Mr. Mr. Leo. Leo, he got very, very sick. He had cancer and then had a horrible reaction to it. You know what? He's been with me for over 12 years. He's 14 years old. He has recovered miraculously. It's been an absolute miracle. But it was very expensive to take care of him. And I used a 0% credit card offer 
to basically extend it for more than a year to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make, you know, does that make me a bad user of credit? You know, it was an unexpected expense and I had a choice to let my dog die <laughs> or do this. We can argue about whether it makes sense to spend money on pets. That's a personal decision, you know. But, you know, there's the th- like things come up in reasonable per- people's lives. I wasn't out buying expensive purses or expensive shoes or something like that. So there's a reasonableness. But I do agree with you. It's, you know, it's blanket statements that are always going to doom us. Things like, oh, you shouldn't worry about how many comps you get or people who ridicule casino gaming. Well, you always lose. Well, it's not totally not true. true. But but that's the same kind of thing. That's the same kind of thing with the Dave yeah. Ramsey where he says, like, never use a credit card. Debt's bad. Credit card's evil. Always going to lose. And then you have people who say, oh, when we're in a casino, you're going to lose. Well, actually, the world has changed a lot. There are advantage pace play slots. They're not easy. <laughs> I mean, some of them yeah. are really tough, but they are there. And you aren't. And, hey, we had we had teams where we were casino promotions and other stuff. I mean, there are ways to win. They are not easy, and you, it won't happen all the time, but there are ways. But it, nothing disturbs me more when people, you know, just put, like, blanket statements out there. You know, it's like, okay, well, not sure. Right. Yeah, they, they really haven't considered it at a deeper level or haven't been exposed to the information in many cases. And, and to go back to something you said about the whole trade-offs, that some, that's a misconception, too. People say, oh, well, it takes time. Oh, it takes effort. But, yes, everything is going to take effort. But if I can try to quantify it as an hourly thing, oh, look, I walked into Mirage, I went to the players club, I showed them my other Mm -hmm. players card. So maybe that was like a five minute process. And then I was able to get the $100, the $300 food comp, whatever it was. So trading like five minutes of my time for a $100 comp, I think is an incredible proposition. Absolutely. Exactly. And I know the goal is, you know, in some of those situations, the goal is to get you to be a new first time player. And I wasn't (laughs) ready to be a new first time player there. I might be ready at some time to come back. And that also comes into another one of my kind of like Zorkfest kind of things. I still think doing no play is way better than doing a little bit of play, you know, because I think it's if if I am going to come back and do that. But I think now between you and me, I do think that one of the most important things to learn when it comes to any offer that's an outsized offer like this is don't think it'll be there tomorrow. Like I, I said yeah. on this trip, I had a, I had it on my list of things I wanted to do because I said, this is too good to be true. It's going to disappear eventually. And you know it is. Yep. And I just know people who come and they're like, well, it's my June trip, but I think I'm going to be back in August in Vegas. I'll do it in August. It's like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, don't. You know, it was funny because one of the most lucrative ones was the win status match. And there was so. Yeah, I got into that. Limited amount of weeks, yeah, and it was limited. And I and if I could, if I had a dime for every person that contacted me, do you think they'll extend it? And I said, actually, I don't. I don't. This is a really good deal, and you should do it. I know people who were in Vegas, and they were just too lazy to do it because they thought, oh, they'll extend it. And oh. I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, it's funny, you know, I, and I say that to people all the time. Like, don't, you know, don't assume. And I always think it's so funny when people say, like, if I say to you, Just, Justin, do you think they're going to extend it? 
what does Justin's opinion really logically mean with that? Unless you work for win, unless you work <laughs> for win loyalty or win marketing, how does your opinion? And honestly, even if your opinion is eighty percent good, there's a twenty percent chance it won't be good. It's just I, I have this like funny logic and reasoning thing when people ask things that I see it on message boards sometimes, and I'm like, and what does their answer? Like, so if, if, if five people on a post give you an answer and four of them are one way, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the way it is. It's mostly their opinion, you know? <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, there are some things like deals that we see every few weeks. So it's like, yeah, they're probably going to do it again. But I think the mantra in the hobby is make hay while the sun shines. This thing can go away. Your method of maybe liquidating prepaid cards can go away. Maybe that sign-up bonus will go away when they say oh, it's a limited offer. Right. There could be some FOMO, but for the deals that are really out there and are very high, then, yeah, why not do it shortly before the thing possibly goes downhill? And we're currently seeing that with some of the status matching going on where MGM isn't honoring certain statuses. There was a big fallout with Caesars and Wyndham earlier this year where people weren't allowed to rematch or their status was dropping. There's all kinds of drama. So I say, well, I'm glad I got in when I did. I got the benefits then rather than just relying on it being forever. Right. Well, look at Resorts World now. Uh, they are vehement. If you match to Resorts World because they just revamped the Genting uh, Rewards Program, if you matched previously, they will not let you match again. Oh, once in a lifetime. Right, or whatever. And until they have one again. And believe me, I, I tried three different people. <laughs> New lifetimes. And I just wanted to test them. And I tried three different people. And they all said, and they said, yeah, we have an exact directive to look up when you matched. Oh. Now, that doesn't mean that you might not be able to sign up for a program using a different ID or something like that. It, it's not worth my while, you know, because I'm I'm a rated player there. But I do think... I do think it's interesting. Like, I think they are getting some programs are getting a little bit stricter, which I, I guess I don't blame them. You, you know, here's the thing: I never blame them. Like, people yeah. get mad at programs. Like, they got mad like the miles and points people that got so mad at the Caesar stuff. I'm like, why are you <laughs> mad at it? You've gotten a free dinner and no resort fees and other stuff for the last five years. You were ma- you were matching <laughs> back and forth. They required no play from you. I don't know why you should be mad if it ends. I mean, that's, you know, to me, what I get mad at is when Bonvoy takes a room that used to, that used <laughs> to cost 35,000 points and now it costs 135,000. That I get mad yeah. at because that's a clear devaluation. That's something that cost X, which is now way more expensive. But I don't get mad. When I've been taking advantage of it, of like an opportunity that's been there for years, and then then they finally have said, eh, "We're going to close this opportunity." You know, I mean, yeah, I, I just think it's irrational to get mad at that. But I think it's completely rational to get mad when a program doubles or triples the number of points for, a, you know, basically when they do, you know, blatant devaluations. At least that's my, at least that's my thought. I try to pivot personally rather than getting mad because getting mad isn't going to do anything, right? So it's like, well, if I can't get the Caesar status this way I've been doing it, well, then maybe I can get in through another method. Maybe I can uh, embark on this crazy goal of uh, manufacturing MGM Platinum status through online blackjack and then um, getting other statuses through that. Or maybe I can get the Wyndham business card and I can get back in with Caesars with that rather than trying to do other things. So yeah, we just try and try. And unfortunately, some things die, but then new opportunities 
pop up elsewhere. So we just have to constantly be searching and prodding and trying new things. And looking at the opportunities that that might be right out there in front of you, you know, which is so interesting. I think the stuff that you're doing with MGM, you know, basically optimizing what you're doing to be able to gain a status. I don't really even look at it as manufacturing. I look at it as like extreme optimization. But you know what? I did that with Caesars to prove a point in March because they had 10 times times multiplier in Reno. My best friend loves to snowboard. So we went out there, you know, we went to Tahoe after Reno they had 10 times multiplier. They cap it at like 25,000 points. I think it's a cap to 20 and you, and you get the daily bonus and all of that. But oh, here, here's the yeah. brilliant thing. You get the daily bonus. It's capped at like 20. But Reno Market still has nine, six jacks or better. Yeah. For $10, you get one point. They even have – you oh, can't nice. get – you. I, I was able to get on the machine another time. I was not capable to get it on a 10 times multiplier day. They have nickel – nine six hundred play that earns that's ten dollars to a point that's amazing right (laughs) yeah and and for for listeners who might not know nine six that's about a nine nine five four return game so you're giving up about a half percent to the house but you're getting the tier credits you're getting the comps you're possibly getting return offers and the benefits of the status yeah and i would say i was playing i was able to get on nine six machines to do a significant amount of my 10 times tier i would say with a 10 times tier multiplier and nine six jacks are better and a level of proficiency that is not perfect but is like good enough i would say that's probably almost a positive (laughs) i mean yeah, and with video poker, I've practiced with apps to learn it, different software. I can look at a chart. You could even bring a paper chart with you to the machine to play. So there are a lot of good ways to do that. And I, I think Jacks are Better is one of the easier video poker games to learn. So yeah, it's going to take some effort. But if you learn a skill that you can use many, many times for many, many years, it's going to have a really good outcome. Right. And then, you know, let's pivot a little bit like to my whole like, okay, well, that's the optimal way to do it. But what if the what if you're a slot player? What if you what if you just like to mess around with slots and don't want to play video poker? Well, still thinking about these multiplier days and consolidating your play in those multiplier days is still a benefit to you as a slot player. It's a huge benefit to you, but you once yeah. again get into discipline. Part of that discipline might be planning your trips around those multiplier days because you know what? For slots, for every five dollars, you're getting one tier point. And if that's being multiplied as a five times tier point day or a 10 times tier point day, wow, you're getting a slot Theo. I mean, you're doing exactly what you would regularly do and you're getting 10 times more or five times more. So you're you're just specifically playing on a certain day rather than just randomly playing at another time. Exactly. And it's not that hard, really. (laughs) I mean, there are a lot of these days. And now that Caesars has a lot of them in a lot of different markets. And I, and I would say to people, why wouldn't you plan, you know, plan a little bit around it. And I'm not, I'm not saying like plan everything around it, but you should plan some of your trips. And I'm noticing more people doing that and keeping an eye for that. I mean, it's. Yeah. Yeah. We're gambling smarter. We're being a smarter consumer. Right, exactly. And Caesars is, you know, Caesars is doing that kind of stuff. And and it's smart. And hey, even MGM, you know, MGM's copied so much of what Caesars has done, like the daily point bonuses. But Caesars, 
tends to do it a little better. Like I, I've got a love hate relationship with all programs, but certain things I <laughs> love, like what I love about Caesar's rewards is it's so damn transparent, right? $5 to one point, $10 to one point, or in certain properties for good video poker, $25 or $50 to one point, but they at least like tell you what it is. It's not like MGM, which now has become extremely opaque about points earning. And some people in the miles and points space are considering getting into gambling, but they sometimes struggle with the idea because the returns, at least the short-term returns, aren't guaranteed. We might say something like, oh, you're giving up about a half percent, but some people are like, oh, what if I run really bad? What if I get really unlucky? What if, what if, what if? And then they don't do it. What, what do you have to say to these people? Yeah, I run into this a lot. It's so hard because uh, to a miles and points person, you know, the best way to explain it is like, if I gave you a sign-up bonus for a credit card, you spend 3,000, you get 80,000 points or miles or whatever. You know if you do the 3,000, you know, per the way you're supposed to. Yes, we know there's sometimes clawbacks if you do the 3,000 in a way you're not supposed to. But let's just pretend if you do the 3,000, you get the 80,000. Casino loyalty, you know what how casino loyalty is if you wanted to compare it? It would be like, Justin, I'm going to ask you to do the 3,000 and spend. Your bonus might turn out to be 1,000 or it might turn out to be a million or it might turn out to be 80,000. <laughs> but isn't that like sort of what it's like, right? I mean, like you, you might wind up with half a million points, 80,000 points or 5,000. But you're going to still have to do – you're still going to have to do the 3,000. And that's a lot like the world of casinos, right? Because there's, there's this whole – you know, like people will say, well, what do I have to do to get free rooms? Well, you probably should do a, this a much coin, this much coin in or this much table average or whatever. And if you haven't played at that property before and you do it, you probably will trigger this. But, but miles and points, people will be like, but will I definitely trigger it? And I go, we don't know. We have good reason to believe, but we don't know. And a lot of times the miles and points people, the minute is the good reason to believe it, it falls, it totally falls apart. And I don't, you know, miles and points people take risks too, especially manufacturer spend people. Now the, now the yeah. non-manufacturer spend people don't. We had a play years ago at a casino in Atlantic City that we knew on a new player's card, if we did it perfectly and did to play on that credit card, on that on that player's card, which we did back then in video poker, that that would generate between six thousand and eight thousand dollars a month in free play. We knew that it should have generated maybe a thousand, but we knew it would de- deliver between six and eight thousand. And we would do new players' cards for like I did one for my wife, and we did it, and it worked like a charm. But the problem, nice. but here's the problem: it was never a guarantee. We did the coin, and we were supposed to. Based on the variance and everything, we could lose 2000 on the play. We could win 2000 on the play, whatever. We could lose even more. Mm-hmm. I think we could lose more like five and win yep. like five. So the worst case scenario is you would lose five, but then you would get 6000 in free play for at least six months. But there was always the risk when you went to do this play with a new player on a player's card and you did it. There was always a risk they changed the algorithm and they were no longer doing it. Yep. You had no... There never, there's never was a contractual guarantee. Like if you spend three thousand, you get eighty thousand Chase Ultimate Reward points, and that's the tricky part yeah. of casino stuff. But that's also what sort of makes casino stuff more valuable and more fun, right? Because yeah. <laughs> so I, I would say, I would say to people, 
you know, there are a lot of things that we talk about and you will learn and things like consolidating your bankroll into minimal day, you know, the least number of days, consolidating your play into a property. I mean, I'm amazed sometimes, maybe the debit card equivalent of casino loyalty. I'm amazed sometimes that people are like, oh, I'm not a big gambler. Well, what do you bring? Oh, I bring $1,500 with me. I'm like, well, that's a decent amount of money to bring for the weekend. Oh, how do you play with it? Well, I went up and down every casino in a strip and played $100. It's like, <laughs> okay, uh, I guess you don't really like getting free room offers. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. you know, I mean... And, and I get it. Maybe you don't have to play the entire bankroll on uh, in one afternoon in one casino. I understand that might be a little bit of a downer, but you also don't want to do the other extreme where you don't care or even worse. Oh, and I played at most of these places without a card. I didn't want to bother. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah 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 you might as well get at least something back rather than nothing it's like i'm i'm at supermarkets using grocery rewards uh, i had a 20 dollar off reward i used to stay and paid like 38 cents for groceries and the person behind me cashier said oh do, do you have a phone number you'd like to use oh no thanks i don't shop here that much it's like okay well that's interesting <laughs> i just see those things so often in stores so that's kind of the equivalent of playing without a player's card unless people like really 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 want the privacy or they don't want others to know they're there or they don't want mail to come in or like I, I hear some of this. Um, but yeah, why not? If you're going to be playing slots, table games, whatever, why not get the players? Yeah. Card? And I also find most of those excuses, like the privacy excuses, we don't have any privacy in this country. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, so, I mean, when you're like, I mean, you're really like, you're like, you, I'm like, you really are that set. You're really that moved by the tracking of you at Kroger. Or shop right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. I had a I had a critic on Facebook was like, you're just selling your identity, you're selling your information. And I said, like, look, if I wasn't doing all the miles and points stuff, like, there are still agencies monitoring me in some way. Like, how how do I get out of it? Like, am I going to have to be a man on a mountain with no cell phone and like planting my own food? Like, I'm not about to do that. So why not take advantage of these loyalty programs? If they're looking to get information from us, then why can't we profit from that? Exactly. Well, that's that's the best point that you make there. I mean, it's a give and a take. You're giving up some of your information, but I see the outsized value that you're getting from things. That's the give and the take there. These people who are like, I want to be off the grid. I don't want anything that I do tracked. Okay, but you are going to have like no benefits from anything. Right. I mean, so you don't want to be tracked. That means you're going to have no invest, no money invested in investments. You're going to have no form of payment other than cash. You're going to have like think how much you're giving up in so many (laughs) different ways. And, And then even then, like you say, you probably are being tracked in some way. So like you're going to all of this effort. It's sort of. It's not really the most rational, rational thinking. Like I get it. You know, there are times that you want to be smart, or times that you pay for something or don't put on a credit card because you don't want something there or whatever. I get it. And hey, there's also times where using cash might get you a special discount or something there. I mean, I don't think there's any one 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 rule, but I do think overall it's it's much safer to you know it's it's much safer to use credit and it's much safer to use those payment forms and reap the benefits from them and there's no reason there's no reason not to and i guess the other i don't know how much you get into it before but you do a lot of different things with like whether cashback makes sense or not in a certain instance and that and i think that's another thing people have to look at i know one of the things that miles and points people do which is a little tough is they'll say 
I took this flight and it's worth $15,000. And I'm like, it's not really worth $15,000 cuz you wouldn't pay you wouldn't pay <laughs> $15,000. But it probably is worth it's definitely it's it's worth more than very little, but it's not worth 15,000. So, uh, that's a and it was probably very nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, because the the whole problem is, and I did this recently on a podcast. You know, people often are comparing like the one way full fare, and and people do buy that because I do a lot of you know travels or travel. I do a lot of consortium programs and that kind of stuff. I mean, that's the other thing too. Like with with credit cards, a lot of this stuff it's it's not a simple routine. Like look at the Amex bonuses. You've got up to two hundred thousand miles as a bonus the first year is a no-brainer doing the sub the sign-up bonus for two hundred thousand is a no-brainer but will you want to pay for that amex platinum renewal the next year there are a lot of things to think about you know but the first year is a no-brainer and what i always say to yeah, people first year definitely and, and i've had people go into it and they're like oh but what am i going to do the second year i'm like why don't you just do the first year and we're and worry yeah. about it when you get to the second year. Like, why is that necessary to worry about? Yeah, and you, you're not locked into it because I, I usually talk about, well, you have option to not pay that second annual fee and cancel the card. You have downgrade options. Perhaps they give you retention offers. So, yeah, we see it's a huge win in year one. And usually for people just starting out, I'm not recommending the $695 annual fee. I had a friend, though, who really, 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 really wanted the airport lounges. And I told him, well, this is a big burden to take on. I'm just letting you know that. And he was still cool with it anyway. So that was good. But for most people, I'm just usually recommending the lower annual fee or even sometimes no annual fee cards to start out as some people get intimidated by that. No, absolutely. And and there's and there are times when the annual fees make sense. And there are I mean, those sign-up bonuses are so outsized they're amazing so i mean it's it's great but that's hey this is a lot of what we talk about at Zorkfest, as well as having a really good social event i know you were at the last Zorkfest, and you know our social our yeah. social events are super fun you know enjoyable you know the cocktail reception the dinner you know, everyone really gets to hang out together and, and have a great time. I mean, one of the reasons why we do the dinner and the cocktail reception, because there's something to be said of having things truly organized. And yes, that does make the tickets a little bit more expensive, but then it makes it where everyone is together together. And then it really does make speakers at everyone, as opposed to it's like, okay, everyone's on their own for dinner. Then it's sort of like scattered yeah. everyone. And I really want to bring people together. I don't really want, to scatter everybody or have people have the yeah. thought of like saying like, Oh my God, I need to speak to my three friends and plan where we're going to dinner. Like, why should you have to do it's nice to go into a weekend where, where there's a bunch of stuff. And when you look at the overall schedule, when we're going to have group gambling, when we're going to have, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of slot polls. I think they're funny. I know a lot of people enjoy them. Matt Bridger does a great job running them. You know, you don't have to do everything, but it's there. Hey, and some people just like to hang out and drink and watch the slot poll because that's enjoyable. And if you don't know what a slot poll is, we also explain that. So, I, I mean, that's, and, and like I say, just reach out. You know, Travel Zork, I think, has a really, really nice Facebook group, the Zorkcast, which is sort of like the name from my podcast. We have a really nice Facebook group. We answer all kinds of questions for people, you know, with regard to the event. Obviously, it's really nice that you've been at the event before. So you have a pretty good idea of what yeah. to tell people. We've done it a lot of times before. I've yet to hear one person who didn't have a great time. I've heard a few people who will say, hey, I learned. I Actually, so people have always learned something and they've always had a great time. 
on some of the more advanced people are like, oh, I would have loved more time on this, but I understand why you can't have more time on this because there are two people in the country that are interested in it. <laughs> oh, well, well, that's what the receptions are for, right? Like I, I had people coming up to me talking about the nitty gritty of money orders and manufacturing spend and gift card reselling and a lot of these topics that I really like, I could talk about for a long exactly. time. But yeah, maybe maybe we're not going to be on stage and talk about the, the more niche things all the time at a greater thing, but yeah, you get the in-person discussion that you're not often going to get online because it's a free flowing conversation. People are generally more open with information in person at a special event rather than allegedly spilling the beans online, or it's just difficult to have that conversation. So it's, it's something to be said about that social interaction where you're easily getting a return on your money. If you're learning something from this event and you're able to turn that into profit and yes, making the friends, as you said, making those connections. And also, this is a casino with excellent video poker that gives 10 points to a dollar with excellent cocktail service. So you can make friends and hang out at the bar tops or hang out on the casino and talk manufactured spend and other stuff. And also pretty much they'll be <laughs> drinking for the cost of the gambling and whatever, you know, yeah. and that's like, and that's just not that stuff, like getting cappuccinos, getting, you know, getting things like that, getting hot chocolates and all of that. So that's, what's really cool too. You've got a very approachable, casino on top of it you're in lake tahoe you have one of the most beautiful the most beautiful country around you one of the most beautiful lakes in the entire world if you want to hike if you want to just take a walk if you want to get a breath of fresh air if you want to walk uh we're at harris harvey's that's right next to hard rock that's also right next to bally's you can walk to there's so much cool stuff in lake tahoe you know and there's just so much nice outdoors stuff which i think is a little unusual like You've got October, you've got beautiful weather, you're in the mountains. So we've got all this casino stuff, but if you want to spend a couple hours outside, the outdoors is there. Or if you wanted to extend before or after and do more outside stuff, you know, I mean, so, I mean, I think that's great. That's also great for people who bring what we call in the biz, I guess, P2s, you know, player two. Uh, It's great. We also have a player two program. So what we did on Saturday is we have a sign up and that includes the dinner cocktail reception and a full day tour of Lake Tahoe with a stop for lunch. So if you wanted to bring a spouse or your kids, they would have a full day touring Lake Tahoe in like a luxury sprinter van. So I think that's pretty cool too. Yeah. So which we're really trying to do because honestly, I want, one of the things I want is if you do have a partner or someone that you want to come with you and they're not into this, it is cool for them to come to the dinner and the cocktail reception and then like have a full day out on Lake Tahoe. Personally, I'm going to be going to Vegas before. So I'll spend a few days in Las Vegas and then go from Las Vegas to Tahoe. So I'll get to use my free nights with the My Vegas games. Maybe I'll have some other offers I can use. I have my win slots rooms I can use if I want to do that. And I could even use my celebration dinner at Lake Tahoe as well from the Caesar status. So there are a lot of tie-ins here that are pretty good for that. Location. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I am, and this is not, you are not the first person who told me they're going to Vegas before or after. So, which is, and also <laughs> yes. there's Reno too. Don't, don't over under, Reno's actually been cleaned up quite a bit. And that's a great place to spend before and after also, if you want a few extra days. Yeah, it was like my trip to Hawaii in the past. It's like, well, if I'm flying out to Hawaii, I might as well stop at Vegas. It's right on the way. Absolutely. No, this is great. Well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I hope I hope I've answered a lot of questions. You know, I mean, because honestly, it's oh, a great yeah. I mean, I would love to here's the marketing. Just trust us. Come. I mean, that's, but, but in a lot of ways, from a lot of people who've come up to me, they're like, that really is what it is. Like they will get 
value out of this. And also it's a really nice vacation, you know? So, I mean, I would, I would strongly suggest to people if you, if you have a week's vacation, Lake Tahoe is relatively inexpensive. It's beautiful. You would not be bored being there for the week. And it's going to be beautiful weather in October. It's it's great. You know, this winter was a disaster. Not a disaster. It was great for skiers <laughs> and snowboarders, but they got about 800 inches of snow. I mean, like, oh, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, Tahoe. Also, I do put information on the website. A lot of people are confused. Like, how do I get to Tahoe? I explain the airports on the ticket page. You can go to Reno, you can go to Sacramento, you can go to San Francisco. Reno's the closest drive, then Sacramento, then San Francisco. All of them are extremely drivable depending. Like I know some people, especially from the East Coast, they want a nonstop flight. So you are going to find more likely find a nonstop flight to Sacramento than you are to Reno. So it's tough to do. And we also do that stuff at Travels or Travel, which is like the retail travel arm of travels work and i made an offer out there also on the ticket page that we will help anyone for free who needs help with airfare so regularly we book airfare for people we charge fees i basically said we'll waive any of that if you need help with airfare so don't don't panic it you know it's not it's not that bad it's just different like the west coast people love it like Austin now has a non. Austin has a nonstop. Even like Midwest, like Austin has a nonstop to Reno. Seattle has nonstop. San Francisco has nonstop. All these places like Salt Lake City has a nonstop. I think Minneapolis has a nonstop to Reno. So all those people are like, oh, this is no problem. It's just a nonstop. Whereas all the people on the East Coast, I say it's a lot like there are cities yeah. like Palm Springs and Reno that are just not very accessible from the East coast without a stop. I'm sorry. I apologize. I wish it was different, but <laughs> there's just not enough traffic to have nonstop flights to Reno. So you have to often take yeah. a connection. But then again, a lot of times people take a connection to Vegas anyway, because they want the cheaper fare. So, yep. Yep. And I, and I think over time it's just going to be in different locations anyway. So, okay. Yeah. You, you might not like the location this time around, but maybe it'll be at MGM national Harbor. Maybe it'll be back in Atlantic city and it'll be easier for you if you're on the East coast, who knows where travels work might be in the future. Exactly. So that's uh, but I, but I think we've covered it all. And like I said, people have questions, reach out, you know, I answer questions right away, you know, and anyone in our team does. Ticket sales are live. Ticket sales are live. If you go to zorkfest.com, you can then uh, from zorkfest.com you can you can do the thing to buy tickets. The other thing is uh, we really got strict about this. The early bird special is due to end on July fifteenth. We are not doing discount codes or anything like that because they're just. It's we feel we've got the popularity and we don't want to make pricing. We don't want people upset they didn't get the best price. But I'm going to make one caveat. FTU is like a sponsor and we're doing a day of yeah, frequent traveler. Uh, university. We're doing that. Frequent Traveling University has a premium program where you get like webcasts and you get special online stuff. Their premium program, I think, is one hundred twenty dollars a year. They sometimes discount it to 60 or 70. If you are part of the FTU premium program or you were to buy it, you do get $50 off of Zorkfest if you if you use the oh. code. That is the only discount that's out there. And the reason why we did that is because FTU is picking up some of the you know some of the speakers and other people there, so they're paying some of the expenses for the speakers. So if you are part of the Frequent Traveler University premium program. You should have gotten an email 
with that code. The only thing I ask is if you have any confusion about it or you want to do it, please ask me before you buy a ticket because you've got to use the code when you buy the ticket. It becomes extremely complicated for us to reverse that stuff out. But I assure everybody that is the only discount that is out there. You know, we have no other discounts on tickets, but the early bird is $100 off. And it's due to end on July 15th. We might expend it a few days because then it basically goes from like 350, 450, 600. And obviously, you want to probably start planning your travel now and do it anyway. You know, I mean, it just quite frankly, it's it's July and this is October. It's the right time to do it. I mean, we always struggle with that. You, know, <laughs> like you, you don't really want. Don't be a procrastinator. <laughs> so that's that's and that's literally everything. Uh, you know, at least about so. All right, and those dates one more time for Zorkfest. It's the event runs from Friday, October thirteenth to Sunday, October fifteenth. You should look at the schedule that's up and determine like if you want to do the extra sessions on Sunday. I think every I think people should. I think they should do a little bit of everything, even if they don't want to do everything. Friday, we only we don't start till eleven a.m., so we've got an early risers reception and stuff. So you could you could fly in on Friday. You might miss a little bit on Friday because the afternoon session start at 2 p.m. So you definitely could fly in on Friday if you want. I highly suggest to people that they fly in on Saturday, that they fly in on Thursday. You definitely don't want to fly in on on Saturday. But here's the (laughs) other thing about it. We've contracted for the best renovated rooms, the brand new renovated rooms at Harvey's Lake Tahoe. Those rooms are 525 square feet, and they were all renovated within the last three years. They're really nice rooms. That Thursday night is only $68. So, yeah. So, and that's all on the ticket website. But those, we basically only contracted one type of room, and that type of room is the newly renovated rooms. So, they are. Just because I don't want people complaining about the rooms. Now you can use Caesars Rewards (laughs) and see if you get a discount. And also on the ticket site, we also have a host referral. So if you've never played with Caesars before or you have played with Caesars, we have a national casino marketing host that you can contact and they might be able to get you a better deal. And you're welcome to do that. So basically – on the ticket page to buy tickets, there's a thing that says, are you a casino player? Want to find out if you qualify a comp or a highly discounted room. Now, this would be especially for somebody who just plays at MGM and never plays at Caesars. If you can prove your offers and stuff to Sandy, you might be able to get a comp. So we have that info in there. We've got a booking link for the rooms that's in there. I show you what the new renovated rooms look like. We give you the price. We also have one suite if you were interested in that. Uh, so I think that there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff going on right there, but honestly, that Thursday is $68 and the room's beautiful and renovated. So I would say come in on Thursday and stay till Sunday or Monday, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, I just, I, I would say, because you can easily, you can always get a red eye pretty easily if you want to take a red eye. So you can take a a red eye on Sunday. But I say getting in on Thursday is really, really worth it because then you get the entire program. And like I said, Thursday night is really cheap. And on top of it, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday are going to be around $68. We haven't contracted those. So if if you really want to do a vacation for the full week, those days are relatively inexpensive. And the new rooms at Harvey's are really super nice. I mean, they're 500 square feet, which is a very solid size regular hotel room. 
525. Yeah, I'll be extending as well for the days after Zorkfest because I looked at my Caesars calendar and I was able to use my Caesars rewards or comps. And many out there, if you have the Wyndham business card with Barclays or other Wyndham cards, you can always transfer your Wyndham points to Caesars and then use those for the rooms at a discounted rate. So there are a lot of ways to Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and guess what? Last time I was in Tahoe, and I can't guarantee this is working again, even if you were regular diamond, you were getting the uh, Starbucks and drink voucher. You were getting a Starbucks voucher, a separate Starbucks voucher a day, and uh, three drink coupons. All right, cool. Yeah, I got that before with Diamond Plus in Vegas, but if they're more legal, they, out there, they were. They were, and diamond. then I became, because I did a 10 nights multiplier, I became Diamond Plus. So that's sort of it. But the way they did it there was sort of interesting. They gave you three drink coupons and one coupon for Starbucks. I thought that was a sort of cool way to do it. So, uh, oh, yeah, okay. so that's uh, that was sort of cool. So... Great. All right. And that's Zor- Zorkfest.com, Z-O-R-K-F-E-S-T. And how can people find you and your business, Travel Zork, on social media? At Travel Zork is pretty much so everything. At Travel Zork on Twitter, which I'm on more than I should be. Uh, at Travel Zork <laughs> on Instagram. We have the Zorkcast Travel Zork Facebook group. That's a great place to find me. I'm there quite a bit. And then TravelZorkTravel.com, which can easily be found on the TravelZork.com website, is where we have request forms if you want to book travel, because we also are a regular full-service travel agent. So there's quite a bit of stuff there, uh, and I'm easy to find. So that's, you know, that's that's what we have, you know? I mean, it's it's all there, but it's basically all at TravelZork. And everything is Zork, like ZorkCast for the podcast, uh, Zorkfest for the conference and Travel Zork for the main website. All right, very good. So even people outside of the Miles and Points game can book with you at discounted rates and have special benefits. So yeah, lots for everyone, whether you're in gambling or not, whether you're in points or miles or not, lots to be had. And hopefully we'll see you listener at Zorkfest 2023 and future events if you happen to be listening to this in the future. Absolutely. I absolutely hope so. And thank you so much, Justin. And also thank you for all your support. It's it's definitely noticed and appreciated. And I I'm just looking forward to another really great event. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for future episodes. Visit hurdygurdytravel.com to contact me, find me on social media, read select episode transcripts, and schedule a free consultation. Support the show through Subscribestar referral links, and buying from my eBay store. Find this show on many podcast platforms and YouTube where you can find bonus videos. Supporting me on Subscribestar will give you special perks, including a custom podcast episode, questions answered by upcoming guests, and monthly private one-on-one conversations, delving into more advanced topics I don't openly discuss at length in podcast episodes. Visit meetup.com slash philly miles and points to learn about greater Philadelphia travel credit miles and points meetups I host in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania. I hope to see you in person at a future event. Find a link in the show notes. I'll also present at the upcoming conference, ZorkFest, which will include social events and sessions educating about miles, points, and gambling. Find more information at ZorkFest.com, that's Z-O-R-K-F-E-S-T dot and stay tuned for an upcoming episode with the event host, Michael Traeger, who will chat with me about the event taking place in Lake Tahoe on October 13th, 14th, and 15th, 2023. Listen to my other podcast, the Stoic Solutions Podcast, found at stoicsolutionspodcast.com. My podcast guests and I offer practical wisdom for everyday life 
inspired by the ancient tradition of Stoic philosophy from Greece and Rome. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thank you.